Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Fufu Cuddlypoof and this is level 266. Joining me tonight is Kushboos. Hello, everybody. How you doing? Saw that coming. <laughs> and Rocker Dude. Hello, brother. <laughs> oh, I, I saw that coming. Yeah, as I was doing that intro, I started laughing because I'm like, oh, wow, my voice is really bad. And it really came through in that intro. So, yeah. Um, the apologies for the voice and any potential sniffles and or coughs that I'm not able to get uh, to get out in editing. I had the uh, flu flu, as Nate likes to say, all oh, last have, week. You have to say your name. Fufu got the flu flu. Yeah, Fufu got the flu flu. <laughs> Makes me laugh every time. Yeah, I don't I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was like the flu flu, COVID 2.0, strep, a demon. Uh, I, I don't know. I was attacked. My body hated me. I hated everything last week. It was awful. I'm mostly better, even though it doesn't sound like it. I'm just glad to see you're getting the full father treatment, even at two years old. <laughs> <laughs> you still have Dude. many, many more years of sickness ahead of you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you skipped a lot of it, right? Because of COVID uh, or the kid wasn't in school. Oh, my gosh. You, you've waited so many plagues. <laughs> Yeah, he he's not in school yet, but like he does go to a daycare three days a week. Okay, yeah. So he's bringing home the germs on the rig. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I mean, apparently, I was the only one that got sick, so I don't. I can't exactly blame it on him. But at the same time, I'll blame it on him. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's your right as a father. So. <laughs> I was the only one in the house, fortunately, that did get sick, and thank you. Thank God for Brooke, where she actually let me rest for the most part. But yeah, that was awful. Um, I don't want to talk about sickness because this is a gaming podcast, which would be fun. So let's go ahead and jump into our topic of discussion. So this is actually a little bit old of a topic now. Um, two weeks ago, it was announced that the Xbox 360 marketplace is shutting down. Now, that just means anything that is non-backwards compatible that's a, that's on the store will be going bye-bye. That includes any games or DLC. Fortunately, servers will still be up if a game is backwards compatible. It still will be backwards, backwards compatible. It's all good. And obviously, if you have a physical um, copy of a game that's going away, you'll still be able to play that. You just will not be able to have anything digital or buy anything digital, I should say. Anything that you've already purchased, you'll still be able to access. Now, I know this didn't get talked about last week because of G-Task, but we're going to talk about this week. So if that news dropping... Obviously, everyone, especially in the achievement hunting community, decided to go nuts, and we're now want to focus on anything non-backwards compatible. So with that, I posed a question to our patrons, and I said, we want to know what non-backwards games and or DLC are you buy, are you looking to buy, 
before the shutdown, is there anything non-backwards compatible that you would recommend someone else to pick up? So I'll go ahead and just read off the first response from Mighty Mango. Man- Mango. Ugh. <clears throat> who says, I plan on getting every piece of DLC that has achievements tied to it. That's a lot of them. Will I ever play any of it? Maybe. Most likely no. I just am one of those weirdos that hate the idea of things not being available, which brings about the entire digital versus physical debate. Very true. And for the record, just how many DLC there is, Super Bob put together two nice little spreadsheets for us. It has everything listed on it. We'll link them in the show, in the show notes. Um, there's 458 DLCs. So good luck with that. <laughs> I just, I, Mighty Mango, I appreciate the honesty that you're likely not going to play them because that's probably the case right. for the majority. And they're just afraid to admit it. No. How? I'm going to pay for it, so I'm going to play it. You. Okay. <laughs> and second response I'll read comes from Chesno, who says, I would like to get as many items as I can, but my media goals are any fighting games I oh, and DLC I need. Street Fighter 3 and Guilty Gear XX were on top of the list. I know nothing about those games, so cool. I hope they're good. As for me, I took a look at the list. I have a couple things that I think I'm gonna um looking at that I'm gonna get. When it comes to games, I've never played the Arkham Origins Blackgate edition. So that's at the at my top of my list. I absolutely want to get that. I think you guys have played that, and I think you guys have both said it was good or something. I don't, I don't really know. Well, I think I'm I'm hotter on it than than uh, Rocker is, but uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. And the fact that it's digital only, it'd be a shame if you just didn't have the ability to play it. I don't care if you play it or not, <laughs> but I just want you to have the ability to play it. Is what's important. <laughs> yeah, See, I love the Batman game, so so d- don't go into it expecting. A backward uh, a Batman game that you've played before because it's not going to be. Um, it's completely different. The only reason I picked it up was Metroidvania, and it. I guess I guess you could still buy it because uh, it's on this list. I had a I had a thought or a uh, a vague memory that this was discontinued. Uh, I don't know. I I'm remember, surprised it was on there. I remember having to go about like a third party site to get it like Newegg, And I had to buy like a code uh, versus the Xbox marketplace. I don't know. Maybe that was just a deal, like five bucks off or something. I'm not sure. Uh, but it was literally one of two games that I would recommend because it's not terrible. You definitely get your money's worth, uh, but it is a different take on Batman. Um, honestly, I thought it was delisted as well. Because I remember you talking about that of you having to go get it some way or something like that. So, yeah, you're not alone on that. I had had the same thought of you having to do something special to get it. So when I saw it was on the list, it's like, oh, cool. Okay. You can definitely do Uh, a lot worse on the 360 marketplace 
non-backwards compatible edition, non-physical edition. Well, for a lot worse, I got two for you that I'm sure both of you are going to hate, but I enjoyed it. And that's there's two Yu-Gi-Oh games on there, the 5Ds and Millennium Duels. I love me some old school Yu-Gi-Oh. The card game nowadays is god-awful. I want nothing to do with it. But older versions of it, I can, I, I love. So those I am also looking to get just to play. I don't, I haven't looked at the achievements on those. I don't know how difficult they are, but if they're collect everything and beat everything, it's probably a difficult completion. But I like me some Yu-Gi-Oh. Having more Yu-Gi-Oh games ain't, ain't bad for me. I mean... Maybe they're not coming up for me, but uh, it's like 40 to 50 hours for Legacy of the Duelist. Um, I don't see the other one necessarily, but th- there was a brand new Yu-Gi-Oh game in like 2022, and I thought it reviewed well. It was free to play. Um, I don't know which one you're talking about. Uh, Master Duel, what it was called. Oh, that one. Yeah, you can still download it. Shows us free. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. If it if it's the one I'm thinking of, it has some weird rules to it. So I, I it, that kind of turned me off. But as for DLC, um, Titanfall for the Xbox 360, obviously, grab that DLC while you can. Uh, servers will stay will stay afloat. So I would love to actually complete that game one day just to have that on the tag as well. Um, Rise of the Tomb Raider. I love Rise of the Tomb Raider. I actually we were talking about this before recording. I had no idea there was a 360 version of this game. So that just sounds like another excuse to be able to go through and play it again. And then music games in general, rock bands, Guitar Heroes, any DLCs that I'd want to play. I want to grab. I want to grab any songs that are still available. Can't imagine there's too much available right now, but what's what, what's there? I want to get. And then last game I'll mention that I actually recommend. I already own it. I've played it a bunch. Um, if you like strategy games, card games, Panzer General Allied Assault is really really good. It's like um, man, I, I don't even know how to properly explain this but it's like a grid based card game set in like World War 2 so it has like howitzers and platoons and stuff like that it's a really good strategy game i highly highly recommend this and i think it goes on sale um pretty often as well it's only ever a couple of bucks but yeah but that's that's the one game i recommend Um, and yeah, I'll throw it to you now, Nate. All right. Uh, Retro Chief says, I'm mainly looking at non-BC digital only right now. Surprise. Uh, so are we. Current list to pick up (laughs) includes Puzzle Arcade, Rainbow Islands, Yars Revenge, Trivial Pursuit Live, and whichever Connect Lab sports titles don't have discos. I still have to go through my DLC to see what I need there. Recommendations for good non-BC games. Goosebumps and Siberia 2. Uh, Siberia 2 is a uh, kind of a classic adventure, kind of point and click that used to be on the PC. 
I haven't played them, but I have an appreciation for those. Uh, so I like that. And Goosebumps, um, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, this is an Xbox One version too. So uh, if you didn't get it, you'd still get some of your Goosebumps fix. From that, um, next up is Vulgar Latin. And he says, I've given up on non-BC games. Uh, with this news, I'm gearing up and buying as many back compact games and DLC as I can. Might as well get ahead of the curve. And then two weeks later, he chimes in uh, when we ask the question again, and things have changed. Uh, while it would make sense for me to get in on this for the upcoming King of the Red Ring tourney, it's a brand new uh, repeating contest that uh, is coming back uh, based on uh, everyone's excitement and, of course, this 360 news. Um, and so you can actually read up about that in the contest channel if you want to check that out. Uh, but he says, I think I'll pass on non-BC games. I am, however, going to get as many BC games as I can. Um, the backwards compatible games. I figure those will go away at some point. How dare you? And I better get in <laughs> before they leave. Don't, don't talk about it and it won't happen. Uh, if you want in on King of the Red Ring, blah, 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 let me know. If you haven't already, I already mentioned this. I forgot that he uh, said this as well. I'd like to get a full <laughs> field and I'd love more community members. So once ahead, once again, go check out the contest channel. If you don't have that, go to, uh, the uh, administration where you can, you can pick your channels and all that. And, uh, you can go ahead and get access to that channel uh, and see what's or there. Or just message uh, him. Yeah, or just message him. He would love that. Uh, next up is X the Hero. Uh, he says, I'm 100% with Vulgar on that first part, which I think I think that was this week. I think X answered. Um, there are a few non-BC <laughs> games, both owned and unowned, that I'm sure I'd enjoy, but I haven't even hooked my 360 up at my current apartment, and we've been here for two years. Okay. Realistically, I'll never go back and play those games. Maybe I'll fall victim to FOMO and grab a few, but, I, but if I haven't had the desire to play and or buy them in 10 plus years, I don't see that changing. Now, if Eternal Sonata was BC, I'd be all over that, but alas. Now, you may have forgotten, X, that you quit your job and you have no job, so pick up that 360, <laughs> sir. Plug that thing in. Get some of these non BC. Yeah, man. You got some time. You got some time on your hands. Uh, put it into the 360. Um, for myself, uh, you may not know this about me, but I like to buy games. Um, so never knew it. So I am actually pretty interested in checking all this stuff out and finding that rare combination of stuff that I want and stuff that I will play, um, to, to not, uh, spend all of my daughter's inheritance. Um, so some games that I'd like to recommend, uh, just as you were going through them, I was like, you know what? I should talk about some of those arcade games. Uh, and I'm just going to mention Assault Heroes uh, 1 and 2. Have you guys ever played these? Can't say I've had I the joy. Didn't think so. I know of them. I haven't played them. Okay, because they are, uh, I think, 200-pointers. Yes, they're, they're 200-pointers. So I know that uh, that's a big no-no from Rocker, uh, typically. But uh, these play a lot like Ikari Warriors, uh, if you have ever played that on the Nintendo. Um, nope. It reminds me of the Ikari Warriors type uh, of game where you'd run around shooting mostly, but you could throw grenades and stuff like that. But you're you're doing that with like a beach buggy that has a bunch of special weapons. Um, so it really kind of reminds me of that type of gameplay. And they just don't make those types of games anymore. Uh, so this was uh, this was fun when I played it way back when, and um, 
I think I would like to go and finish those. So uh, I might, I might uh, tap old Mattism on the shoulder. Oh, oh, this doesn't look bad. And see, yeah, I mean, it's it's good gameplay. Um, the graphics aren't going to blow you away, but the gameplay is uh, pretty solid. And then the answer that I had planned to talk about uh, was Legend of K Anniversary. Now, this is a, a game where you run around as a tiger, I think. Um, uh, anthropomorphized tiger. Uh, mm. And you are basically, you, you know a lot of kung fu. Um, but I think it's wushu as well. And you've also got a, a sword. Uh, so you're doing all kinds of crazy uh, kung fu type sword battling. And uh, this was kind of kind of the only way back in the day that you could get a Zelda-like, Zelda 64-like experience on the 360. And the uh, I was just <laughs> watching a little bit of gameplay because it has been a while since I've looked at this. And man, uh, it has full voice acting and it is terrible. Uh, <laughs> it's really, it's laughably bad, um, which is actually it good. It's so bad that it's good uh nowadays um but yeah it's it's definitely got that kind of zelda 64 um mask of majora type kind of gameplay to it with the combat the little quest you have to go do uh, it is fully 3d and you're panning the camera um so yeah legend of k anniversary check it out might be for you it's digital only like we were talking about this is digital only it's going away uh if you don't get it this doesn't look bad. See, thank you. <laughs> Not everything that's old is bad. It kind of reminds me of like a Jack and Dexter type game. <sighs> hmm. Yeah, I can sort of see that. But Jack and Dexter, I can't remember if you could spin the camera in those games. I think you could. I'm pretty sure you could. Yeah, I think you could. Um, Except this doesn't look as collectible. -y. That's probably a good thing. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I kind of liked Jack and Daxter, but then I think I don't really have that nostalgia for it. Like if a new one came mm, out, I, I, I wouldn't be, it. I wouldn't buy it right away. Oh, and you're right about the voice acting. It's awful. Oh, it's so bad. You have to go listen. Um, <laughs> it's like, oh, this is disgusting. You have to try it. Uh, you have to listen <laughs> to voice acting. It's so bad. Uh, and so uh, I don't know if it, it would be you know, super painful. And that would put you off from playing the game to actually play the game. But, um, Ooh, legend of case, <laughs> 30 bucks. Yeah. Uh, so you might want to, you know, I don't know, find a way to get it for cheaper or just, you know, don't have that cup of coffee for like three months, uh, at Starbucks and, <laughs> or however often you go out, uh, you can save up. But once again, digital only people, this is going away in a year. So save your pennies, the end of this one this year check all your couch cushions maybe you'll have enough for legend of k anniversary <laughs> or go to achievement fest or do that either or or that anytime in the future yep Corey, what about you and your people so i don't think all 200 pointers are bad just saying just gonna throw that out there a Hizo doubt he probably thinks differently but his official comment and word on the matter is outside of the obvious, all the DLC I'm missing. That's a quote. Uh, he counts four digital only non BC card and board games that he doesn't have. Uh, so obviously those four that he did not name are what he is after. 
So if you want those recommendations, make sure to specifically tag him in the Discord and ask him for it many times. Chewy, on the other hand, <laughs> is kind of in my territory. He said, put me in the let it die camp. I bought up all of the DLC I needed in 360 games years ago when it became clear that the chances of them ever going on sale again were minuscule and the chances that they'd be stealth delisted at any point were increasingly high. As for games, I've got what I wanted from the console and have mostly moved on from it. I've been in the clear down. I've been in clear down mode recently selling this. Oh, clear down mode. I get it. I feel like that should be one word there. But. Must be a British thing. Yeah. It's not, it's not a common phrase here. <laughs> yeah. He, he means selling because uh, he's selling disc and marking games as done with in his collection on DA. Uh, if he doubts that he'll ever go back to them. Uh, long story short, like he'll keep looking at the list and be like, oh, I kind of this maybe connects sports gems. Uh, maybe. Nope. Nope. Can't do it. So he's he's scouring the store and only one thing's jumping at him which is Gray Matter, a point-and-click that is available on disc, but only at a stupid cost. So our list that we're looking at does not include physical, uh, but he makes a really good point. If you're looking for a non-backwards compatible 360 game that does have a physical release, maybe this digital is your last chance to get it at a cheaper price if the Mm, disc is really expensive. So. Maybe that's worth looking into for something that you really care about. I don't know. Uh, kind of on the same playing field is uh, Ice Fire. He says he's not going to be picking up anything because he has too much 360 backlog as it is. Uh, but Freem's grandma told him to rec- he recommended picking up Warp, which is a fun game from the XBLA days that never went backwards compatible. Ugh. So with that said... I am in this let it die camp. I kind of like that camp. Uh, we have nice tents, Bad we have good breakfast. You guys don't need to play these games. You, you, if you haven't played them now, what are the chances you really wanted to? I mean, devil's don't advocate bring here. logic into this camp, sir. <laughs> so I think you mentioned the DLC list was like 400 something items. Something uh, like that. The games list is 215. 10% of that is literally connect games or demos, uh, you know, fun labs and sports gyms and stuff like that. Um, there is not a lot on here that jumps out at me. Uh, I, I do have some good memories of some of them, uh, or I shouldn't say good memories. I have memories of some of them, um, as good as my memory gets, which is not great. Uh, and, and some of those include Burnout Crash, which is like a top-down burnout game where you have to go into an intersection and try to cause as much chaos as possible while other cars are coming and you can, that sounds fun. you can make the car explode. Yeah, it was, it was a good time and it, it's not like super up on the graphics or anything like that, but I remember it being fun back in, I don't know, 2007 or whatever. Um, will it keep your attention today? It wouldn't keep my attention for very long, but it's definitely better than, some games that are released today. I'll give it that. Um, a couple other ones that pop out that I do recommend, or I don't recommend them. I remember playing uh, Happy Tree Friends. There was a an Xbox Live Arcade game about that. Uh, and coincidentally, a new was. Happy Tree Friends game is coming. Um, looking at the list, uh, I would probably be 
remiss if I didn't say Dust and Elysian Tail, um, which is a Metroidvania uh, from that time period. I know L likes that, so I'll mention it in his honor. Uh, but other than that, I'm not seeing a ton of stuff that I have a lot of connection to. Um, so, so yeah, let, let the 360 non-backwards compatible marketplace die. Mm. You can't see it because we're not on video, but I am shedding a single tear and it just makes I'm me sad. Neat. Hey, I'm all about buying things games, not being available. <laughs> buying oh, new yeah. games. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Bought a brand new game today. So, I mean, you're not going to play these games having the past 13 years. You're good. You're good. Hey, I, I added it's them the to my TA last week. I added all of my physical 360 collection to TA last week uh, in in preparation to do all the research to go buy yet uh, more 360 games. Well, uh, probably. I'm just going to keep it keep it a hundo with you, as the mm-hmm. kids say. You're having more fun spreadsheeting than you will playing <laughs> most of those games. I don't know, man. I like I like some of that old jank, but uh, you're you're, we'll a, you're a little bit of an exception to the rule. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I mean, you, your favorite thing is licensed games, so this is true. This is true. I have to get that licensed stuff. Exactly. I don't know why. It's just oh. Oh. That needs to be a genre on TA that you can it track. It does. It does. Or just a special flag. It doesn't even have to be. Just, just give me a yeah. flag so I can find them all. That'd be Ooh. fun. Somebody make that happen. It's the principle of the thing. Even even though I know I can't play them all, I don't like the fact that they're disappearing. That really bugs me. Yeah. The, even the stuff I don't like, it bothers me that you won't be able to get. Like, not me, because I would never play a management game. That's disgusting. Uh, mm. But other people, like, it's just sad that this stuff goes away. Um, like, w- there was that, they were talking about, um, I'm completely forgetting, uh, old man brain here. Uh, they were talking about, I think it was Activision, <clears throat> um, that a certain game, they, they it's on a server somewhere, but they don't know where. And like they can't get that game anymore, and it's probably lost to history. But it's on some server somewhere. And then when Microsoft oh, gets yeah. it, oh yeah, I think it's it. a Transformers game. That's right. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. It's, that's it was what one it of is. the Transformers games. And then someone was like, "No, that's just that's a bad quote." Like, of course we know <laughs> where it is. And then they fired that guy. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it just it makes me sad that like yeah, you know, all that Transformers stuff. That's cool. It's licensed. Number one. Number two. It's cool because it's Transformers. <laughs> Uh, but the bad thing is that they got rid of all the, the online, uh, for a bunch of those. So even though I'm not a huge fan of online, it's just not boostable anymore. And that makes me sad. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm all for game preservation and I wish you could still buy these things, but that marketplace just needed to die. Um, I, I wish you could buy these on the, uh, you know, they could just push a button and have it appear on a new webpage, but they can't, and I understand that you can't keep that old technology, especially with licensing and things like that, in play forever. Um, yeah, uh, who, who knows? Maybe something will come out down the line, but I, I'm I'm hoping that they have planned for the future, and we won't repeat this with the Xbox One generation and oh, going God, forward. That'd be awful. That's the hope. Yeah, with everything being digital. Um, you know, hope, hopefully they've kind of server or future proofed it 
uh, to the point where it's not tied to hardware or processors and yeah. Yeah. yeah there's going to be an outlier. Something's going to be gone forever, mm-hmm. but it's, it's really not going to be anything that you probably care about if we're honest. Sorry. Well, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Well, it's also like around this time that this came out, there was also that article that came out that said like 87% of games made before 2010 are not available or not readily available nowadays. Like that's a huge amount of games when you think about that, of just how much that actually is. You said 2010? I I think that's what it was. I might be getting my, my numbers wrong. I mean, this only adds to your side of the argument, but yeah, that that was only 13 years ago. That's not very long in the grand scheme of things. Did they specify that as console games versus all games? Because I know um, GOG. GOG has like a ton of stuff going back forever. I'll have to try to find That's them. PC, you know, or computer, desktop. Because I can see yeah, it being I've, a console. I forget. Uh, uh, here it is. Um, uh, 80, 87% of video games before 2010 are currently impossible to buy or play anywhere. Wow. That's I don't. It's a high number. That's mm-hmm. a very high number. I wonder. Mm, how do I say this? I wonder how available they count this. Like. Is this impossible to buy or play anywhere? Like, well, I guess that includes uh, emulators because it says play anywhere. They must be. Yeah, they. As I it say, must mean emulators that are, you know games that are even lost to that, which is insane if that is true. I mean that that would have to be like three sixty. I mean even three sixty. There's emulators for three sixty. So I really don't know where they're getting their numbers. Um, I, if they're talking like real media, then yeah, look at Nintendo's whole library. You can't like, they just don't embrace backwards compatibility. Nope. So uh, I get it several times, but (laughs) look, also look at Nintendo. You can pretty much emulate every game, uh, on a handheld device from the Nintendo all the way up to partway through the Nintendo DS. It's ridiculous. You can almost play all this on a phone nowadays, but <laughs> right, probably good. It's all rumor that they're going to be talking about the new handheld. Let's see if they actually try to catch up or still play. Uh, they're kind of slow playing it. Who knows? I, I think uh, they're they're just competing with Steam at this point. So uh, I I would not expect anything better than Xbox One performance. My Sounds guess better than nothing. Well, that's good. I need all of my money for the uh, non-BC games anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which, it, I kind of just thought about this. I don't know if I ever actually said the date of when this is close, closing down, but it's July 29th, 2024. So you have less than a year to buy all this stuff. Just buy, not play. Get a side hustle, you know, make all that extra cash, mow some lawns. Walk some dogs, <laughs> clean your brother's room. I don't know. Get your money, get your games. And yeah, like Rocker just said, it's Sally's buy them. Once you buy them, you'll, uh, you'll be 
able to download them at any point. Even if it's all, even if you delete it, you have the license for it, so you'll be able to re-download it at any point. Is that? Are you a hundred percent on that? Uh yes. Okay. Um, that's one of that's actually the very first question is can I still play my Xbox 360 games after 2024? Yes, you will be able to play the games you purchase on Xbox 360. If you purchase the game digitally or have a physical disc, you can jump in and play it. If you deleted a game that you have purchased but you want to play it again, you'll still be able to re-download it. Don't tell me you have to use your download history because that, that you know you have been, to. Yeah, that, that feature's been crap. Man. It's it's it was crap back in back when it's heyday. I wonder if they'll still let you search the store, but not buy anything new, like get rid of all the procurement hmm. side of things and just have it be a search engine and download. anything you have. Does that mean to. that they're going to update the 360 <laughs> UI? <laughs> oh man, that'd be great. But, uh, <laughs> That's, I, I, I can't know. see them doing that. <laughs> I, I just can't see them doing that. Although for a while they were pushing out, uh, you know, OS updates. Uh, when the Xbox One was out, it was it was always weird to be like, oh, I man. think they had an update last year. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe they will push out like a minor update to just kill the store or kill part of the store. I don't know. It Get might, rid of it it might make the thing run better. Who knows? <laughs> Doubt. <laughs> well, and another we'll thing, I guess the. Uh, I just got, I just kind of thought about, but maybe buy a, buy a three sixty or like one of them hard drives if you need it. <laughs> now that's probably a smart idea to have all of your downloads actually downloaded that you want to ensure you can play. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Like I know I have a couple of three sixties, so I'll go through and you know add my profile to them all, download stuff on each one. That way I have it you know sitting there, not lost. Uh, I don't know. This sucks one way or the other. I know it was inevitable. Like you just, you can't leave it on nonstop it, because, you know, having a marketplace on means you need at least to have se- run security and stuff like that. It costs money. So I get it. I still don't like it, <laughs> but at least we can still play. We'll still be able to have access to it. And I bet you they went six months and le- had less than a hundred purchases on that storefront. I would love to see the data behind it. I would love to see the data behind that too. Like part of me wants to say that you're probably right, but at the same time, like I forget how much it is, but Xbox did release a graph a few years ago showing like the percentage of people that play uh, backwards compatible and still use the 360 and it wasn't an insignificant portion. I don't remember the numbers exactly. It's been a while. But I don't know. Well, if that's uh, everything we got for that, why don't we go ahead and move on to the game showcase? Nate, what game would you like to talk about? Oh, man, let me just tell you. like The mashup of non-BC... And my love of licensed games uh, caused me to go out and get the brand new <laughs> licensed game, but you know, totally licensed off of uh, the new Barbie movie. Uh, this is Barbie and her sister's Puppy Rescue. It's crazy to me. This is they such released a, a non-backwards compatible tie-in to the movie. 
uh, Barbie and her <laughs> sister's puppy rescue. Goodness so, gracious. <laughs> all the hardcore uh, achievement hunters back in the day played this because this was an eight to ten hour game. Very quick, very easy back in the day to get your gamer score. Way before I was a gamer, uh, gamer score person or interested in it at all, I would have looked at this and laughed. Now I look at it and laugh and say, yes, I want that on my tag. Uh, that is hilarious. <laughs> that you can look at my gamer tag and see that I've played Barbie and her sister's puppy rescue. And don't you dare tell my daughter that I have this game because uh, I can't just put it away and it has to be out and accessible. Um, what is this game? What on earth is this game? Uh, TA says it's action. Uh, it's kind of like that. Uh, you are Barbie and you are navigating around uh, Barbie town. I don't know what it's called. And, uh, it's a small map, but don't worry. They still have load times. Uh, as you navigate from the downtown, uh, you can kind of go around a couple bends, a couple turns, and all of a sudden you're down at like the garden area of town or you can go uphill and be in the suburbs and that takes you another couple three or four turns and you're there so it's really not a large map at all and you can ride a bike uh, to get around and there are cars parked everywhere but you don't see any cars driving which is kind of good but you do run into people on bikes and they just kind of push you around um the, the bike doesn't seem that much faster than running but i just never ran the test to see okay well is it really is it really worth getting on the bike or not um your goal is to go around and sometimes you'll get a phone call. Sometimes you'll see a, like a wanted dog poster or a lost dog poster, or you'll, t you'll talk to someone who's telling you about something they heard. They saw some paw prints or they heard a, they heard a noise. And then you then go to a little area and, uh, this game is super RNG heavy. Sometimes when you go to that area, you'll have a little mini game where you have to find some tracks and follow the tracks. And, you know, they're only visible when you're really close to them and just run around for a minute or so. And all of a sudden there's the puppy. You pick the puppy up and you have to take him back to the rescue center. Uh, other times you'll have like a little mini game where the dog is in a hedge maze and you have to uh, kind of steer the, or you have to go find the dog in the hedge maze. There's another one that's kind of like the inverse of that, where the dog is in the sewers and you have to lead the dog with a flashlight. It'll go to where the light is, and you kind of guide them back to the the uh, the sewer exit, and then you can grab them and take them back. Uh, so they have these little mini games that are all random, and there's an achievement tied to doing each one of those events at least once. And don't worry, you're going to be rescuing about 45 puppies uh, if you optimize. If you don't optimize, you can do a whole lot more. Uh, once you get a puppy, you take it back to the rescue center, and you play like what I like to call an intake game. So there's like this event that only happens when you get a puppy and you bring them to the center. And those are things like um, vaccinating them, uh, which is just a tiny little uh, kind of like a, a quick time event game. Uh, there's uh, picking off their fleas. Also another QTE. QTE. <laughs> and then there's uh, some dental work where you'll be filling cavities or you'll be um, or scraping plaque off very simple games you just push a button on the thing and maybe you like hold down the button or let go or you have to just move a dropper over top of these fleas that are jumping around you have to drop it on them so very simple uh there's no way to fail these really um and then once you do that the puppy comes in and it needs a little nap so there's a little rest period between the time you grab you get a puppy bring it back and uh then you can do other things with it like there's playing with the puppy I uh, do that 25 times, 25 different puppies. 
can't just play with one puppy 25 times. Uh, and when you go to play with a puppy, of course, the puppy gets tired and needs to rest again. So what you can do is just throw the ball once for the puppy. He loses maybe 5% of his endurance, and then he's ready in about 20 seconds. Um, other events will take up to like 10 minutes of real time. But the nice thing about that is that there are many little uh, dog houses, and you can uh, buy more dog houses so that you can have, I think, up to like six or seven puppies at a time. And there's an achievement for buying all those houses and when you buy the last house, you, Barbie, can um, adopt a puppy as well. And that'll be your Ooh. puppy, unless you decide to give it away to someone else, which you can totally do. Uh, so uh, I actually did that to clear some extra space. Uh, a good strategy is to, um, as soon as you have all these houses uh, available to you, first of all, every time you bring in a puppy, you do a game, you play with the puppy, go get another puppy. You'll eventually fill up all those dog houses. When a dog house is full, uh, or when you have that dog and you've done the intake and they've rested, you can groom them. There's mini games for that. There's brushing, there's teeth, there's petting their, or combing their fur, you know, giving them a bath to, and combing their fur. Uh, then there's training you can do, which is like, uh, just do little tricks. Once again, all these are quick, little quick time games. Uh, there's an agility course. You just have to push different buttons to get them to do different things as they're going through it. And there are achievements tied to most of these things. Uh, the annoying thing, the grindy thing, is that those intake activities that only happen when you bring a puppy in, uh, you have to do them a certain number of times. Um, and they're randomized. But the nice thing about that is that they cycle. So you'll do activity one for the first puppy you bring in, the second puppy, activity two, the third puppy, activity three. When, But then they have different numbers that you need to do. You have to do like 20 times, 15 times, 25 times. So it's not like, oh, I'll just get three puppies this many times and I'm done. No. Um, when you have the 20 puppies, you now have to do five more activities, but they're still going to cycle the activities. So that really means 15 puppies, not five, because you have to cycle through the activities. The good thing is when you bring a puppy in and you start that activity, you can quit back to the menu. You don't have to worry about doing anything else with that puppy. You don't have to finish the activity. The next puppy you get and bring back does the next activity. So you can just very quickly skip the activities you don't need anymore uh, and do just that last activity. Once you have all your puppies in there uh, and you have them kind of trained and groomed and ready to go out to uh, an owner, you can just cycle through them doing the activities that you need to do, the different grooming activities that require like 10 or 20 instances of it, the different training activities you have to do 10 or 20 times of. You can very quickly farm those out towards the end of the game. So it's so RNG dependent that you don't know when those front achievements are going to happen, but you do know that those last achievements are going to be kind of grindy uh, and they're not very, uh, doesn't really require a lot of your attention when you're picking up a puppy. So I would be watching Netflix or something and I would just kind of like <laughs> vaguely out of the corner of my eye steer through town because that's how simple the town is. I would you get the puppy and I wouldn't really watch. I would just kind of like ride my bike back to the center while I'm watching Netflix get back to the center, do my thing. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> this game to me is a pink badge of honor. Uh, I loved doing it just because the conversations I have to have uh, when I explain this um, <laughs> I just, just make me laugh. Uh, so <laughs> I know some people are probably looking at this and saying, wow, this sounds horrible. I would never do that to myself. Uh, and if so, I, I apologize for putting you through this. But if you're one of those people who likes to laugh at yourself, um, and laugh at our hobby, our dumb hobby. Uh, 
this is a great little game for that. Um, I picked up a physical. This is physical or digital, and of course you can't buy it anymore from the store, so you have to get a physical edition. And uh, it's a good time. You <laughs> know, they tied in. Mm-hmm. Looking at the achievement list and just the TA page on this, I cannot believe that this came out in 2015. When I first saw the number, I thought it was like 2005 or something, not yeah. 2015, because it yeah. has 20 achievements that are all 50G. Yeah, I mean, it's, and this game like, is 12 years old. And surprisingly, there's like not a lot of people that have played this. There's only 1,300 people that have this on their tag. Okay, no, I, I have like that. 18 who have completed it on my friend's list. <laughs> yeah, boy. You I'm do. telling you, this, this was like the old, the old guard of Achievement Hunter. Not my, not when I came in, but the people before me, like they played this because this was easy and fast. Right. Eight, eight to 10 hours was a quick, was a quick game. Yes. And that was before my time. And so when I saw this and I saw that every, you know, this was kind of like a, like I said, a pink badge of honor that the old guard was playing. It's like, well, I've got to get it. Yeah, it's kind of like paying was, your dues. Exactly. And it was cheap at GameStop when I saw it, you know, however many years ago I bought this uh, and didn't play it until this year when I slammed it out in uh, over the course of looks like two days, three days. Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. Don't worry, <laughs> Fufu. I will walk this over to your house. I'll drive it over. I'll leave it. With a big pink bow, and you can play it. Don't It'll worry. sit right next to Victorious. <laughs> I will greatly appreciate the gift. It will sit on my shelf. I will never play that unless I have a daughter. In which case, I will probably play it with her. That's about the only chance I would have at playing this. I don't know. You're pretty cheap. I, I bet we can make it happen. I would like to say you're wrong, but... Yeah, it's just. Uh, more power I'll to play it when we get the Margot Robbie Margot Robbie DLC. Mm. <laughs> I'm actually surprised you haven't played this. No, I, like Hannah Montana was kind of like my dues paid. This one was a little bit past that prime. <laughs> so I have those games. I have the Hannah Montana's. I just haven't gotten to them yet. Yeah, I make a movie. That was back in the day of 360 voice and people people only knew what you played if they went and looked at your like on the Xbox. You could like kind of go back somebody's history a little bit on the console itself. And I remember immediately completing Hannah Montana and starting up three games (laughs) because I think it said the last three games you played like up front. (laughs) Just to get it down there. And, you know, my friends, they found it anyway. So I got got the hazing. That's hilarious. Oh, man. That's so funny. See, that's great. I just, I don't, uh, my wife came in while I was playing it and just looked at me. Like, I I haven't haven't got a look from her. Like, she's so used to the weirdness of me just playing, like, a different game. Every time she looks at me, like, it's a different game. Uh, but she saw that I was playing Barbie and she just, the look she gave me was priceless. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what are you doing right now? <laughs> like, do I, do I need to be concerned? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't understand. Yeah. I was like, it's like, don't, this isn't the worst. Like, there are worse things I could shock you with. <laughs> don't tell our daughter. <laughs> 
<laughs> then I will have to. I can't, won't be able to put this back on the shelf and, and keep it hidden away. I'm more surprised that I did a search for Barbie on TA, and this was the only Barbie game. Really? That is surprising. How is that possible? I don't know. I would have lost money on that bet. Yeah, I would. I would have assumed a bunch. Well, I, I guess there were a bajillion on like the Game Boy. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah, but none of them came to the 360. This was like the most popular console for the longest time. That's wild. Yeah, action game, non-BC, Barbie and her sister's puppy rescue. No shame. I appreciate that you were able to bring a non-backwards compatible game. No problem. I'll try to do some more because, you know, we got Red Ring, uh, King of the Red Ring, and, you know, I want to play some of these games to make people... Mm -hmm. Uh, eat their words when they say, well, I won't play them. Uh, not you, Rocker, but, you know, some yeah, people have said, you'll never play it. You'll never play the game. And so <laughs> that's my that's my motivation. All right. Well, Corey, what game would you like to talk about? Well, speaking of Barbie, I played a game with a Barbie. I'm sorry, not Barbie, Barbie. Uh, I played WrestleQuest. Oof. And so this is a brand new game, just came out. It is a, uh, I don't know, would you call it a JRPG? I don't know, it's probably not, it's not Japanese I guess. Uh, so it's an RPG in the JRPG style. Um, and what? Yeah, and I, I did very little research for this before I played it, so I actually didn't know some of the things I'm about to tell you. Uh, but obviously it's a an, an old school RPG uh, game with a wrestling facade. And what it is, is you are playing toys and kind of exploring a toy box. Uh, hint, hence the, the, the Barbie reference I, I made. One of the early characters that joins your team is Barbay, you know, the off brand Barbie. Um, so huh. I just thought that was funny. Uh, but yeah, you, you are a, a toy, uh, and you're going around, uh, the toy box which is separated into different wrestling factions or promotions. And you're rising through the ranks uh, to, to do whatever that story is trying to tell you to do, which I haven't got to the end of it. I'm probably eight hours in to what I am hearing is probably a 30 some odd hour campaign. Uh, probably That's probably like minimum. Uh, there are side quests and other things that you can do as well. Um, but, uh, you, you actually kind of play two stories, uh, right now it, it bounces between the two, uh, which the, the gameplay is the same. It's just like you're managing different teams. Uh, I have a feeling they'll probably come together at some point, but, uh, the, the main person that the game has kind of marketed, uh, that you're playing is, uh, Randy Muchacho Man. Uh, what is it? Uh, Sanchez. That's what it is. Randy Muchacho <laughs> Man Sanchez, and and his catchphrase is not "Oh yeah," it's "O C," like S I C, because he's uh Hispanic uh, of uh, his 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 Hispanic. Uh, what is God? I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say. Anyways. Yeah, so that so that's what I've been playing, and you go and there's an overworld map, and you have to go to your quest markers. And once you get there, you have a long text based conversation, and uh, along the way, and 
through like boss battles, you get into a wrestling ring. And this is kind of where the main chunk of the game takes place, uh, is the combat in the wrestling ring. And the interesting part about it is that it is turn-based. So very, to what I understand, it's classic like Final Fantasy type gameplay, like early Final Fantasy with the, yes. the pixel-related versions. Uh, I think it's like that. Um, yeah. I've also heard Chrono Trigger in the mix as well, which I've never played. So if that is kind of in your nostalgia hits of Chrono Trigger and early Final Fantasies, this might be something you want to look into. The only thing is it has this wrestling guys on front of it that it lays on super heavy. Uh, and I know it hasn't been a ton of times since I've been on the panel, but last time I mentioned how I've kind of gotten into wrestling uh, over the course of the last, I don't know, four or five months. And uh, I, I'm picking up on the lingo here and there, but this this game is throwing it on heavy. And so it, it's actually helping me in, in learning some of that uh, th- those phrases and whatnot. And I'm picking up some of the parodies that they're putting into the game because they're not saying exactly the copyright WWE or AEW or, you know, Raw is a WWE show that comes on every week. Uh, their their versions of it are is the uh, the Paw Show P A W uh, <laughs> or the the B E W wrestling promotion. So like they are riffing off of real world professional wrestling uh, things that happen in shows and and, and people. Um, and if you didn't know what all of that is, a, a lot of this luster of the pro wrestling skin that they have on it probably falls short. It, it even falls short with me as I'm trying to learn. Cause I don't know all of the, the backstory to what they're trying to reference, but there's enough in there that I can appreciate it. Um, and they actually do mention some real world wrestlers. It's since you're in a toy box, uh, you know, style here, some of the actual toys and like statues in the game are of real world people. Um, so like Macho Man Randy Savage, he's in there. Jake the Snake Roberts and the Road Warrior Warriors, they are in this game as statues so far, um, but you don't play as them. So it's it's been interesting going through and playing the game. Uh, I, I don't dislike it, uh, but I, I don't, I don't find myself like foaming at the mouth to get back to it all the time, uh, which is a little disappointing because I was kind of hyped on it. Um, I think the the combat kind of it it wears off pretty quick. Like I said, it's turn based, and basically your turn consists of either striking, uh, which is like just your basic attack, uh, uh, waiting for a tag team move. So you have to use you know both of your uh, wrestlers turns or all three depending on what you're doing uh, taunting or doing a special attack and you have uh, hit points and action points that uh, those allow you to do these special attacks and things like that and essentially you just select what you want and then if it's a basic attack uh, you have to pay attention and do a quick time event there are so many quick time events in this game that you uh, I don't know. I guess I'm used to turn-based battling systems to where you pick your action and it's like you just kind of hit A through it and wait, go to your next turn, you know, try to get there as quick as you can. This one you have to actually pay attention and hit 
the correct face button to either do additional <laughs> damage, maybe do any damage, or counter, because you can sometimes counter moves if your player does that. So you actually have to pay more attention to the combat, which I, I don't know, it feels weird in this type of game. Um, this yeah. doesn't look awful. Like, I don't do wrestling. I, I, I don't understand it. I can't get into it. But being a turn-based game, it's just like, oh, there's actually something for me here that I could see me playing. Mm-hmm. This yeah. doesn't look bad. No, it's it's like I said, it's it's reminiscent of these old games. So it is pixelated. And when you're in the ring, it's a static screen. You aren't moving because it's turn-based combat. And then when you're not in that screen, you are navigating a, an overworld that, I don't know, maybe a, a few screens uh, tall and wide. And, and you can kind of go through them sort of like, as I think of old school Zelda-ish. Um, but then those those areas are then encompassed in a larger world map where you can then kind of go to another hub, if you will, of screens. So it's, it, it does look pretty and I, you don't have to have wrestling knowledge to, to get into it. I just think it adds on to oh, the, sure. you know, the appeal of the game. Yeah. But, if you, yeah. It, anyone like you, L, Michelle, Anybody that's in the wrestling, I'm sure this is much, much better for them. Yeah, and it's definitely a game that I expect. Like this is kind of like a, a what I would think is a Game Pass game, but it's not at the moment. Yeah, um, I, I even had somebody like question me, said, "Oh no, it definitely is," and I'm like, "No, it's definitely not a Game Pass game." Uh, but I it can see it be. coming, um, and I'm sure L will talk about it in a year. Because uh, I've already submitted my votes and I'm getting this added to, to the wrestling genre, just so you know. <laughs> also, um, holy achievements, Batman. There's a hundred of them in this. Yeah, there is a hundred achievements. Uh, they come fairly regularly. Um, I don't know if everything is obtainable at the moment. Uh, there is some tracking to the game. So like, uh that's nice yeah like pin 10 different enemies heal a total of 5000 hp like i have trackers for those unfortunately some of them have stopped tracking and they have not popped as they should have like pinned 10 different enemies. i've been playing the game for eight hours i've pinned a hundred enemies uh, that one should have popped and other people are kind of asking about it uh and things like that but but yeah a ton of achievements and they relate to uh Finding collectibles, progressing the story, uh, using and uh, special uh, items, and there I just eight hours in, and I just learned that there is crafting in the game. It's very RPG ish wow. in, in terms of like you have your team, you get different inventory slots, and and you can uh, put equipment on these team members of yours, and that you can buff different stats. So. It is, it is an RPG to its core. Um, that said, I've been trying to find the top person. The top person is at 74 hours, and they have, uh, let's see, they have six achievements left, and they don't sound terrible. Like, 
at least one of them, they, they, I, I would have feel like they should have got. Um, so uh, I'm waiting to see if, if those pop, if they are truly unobtainable. I have not seen anything in the forums, but, um, so far it's, it's a decent game. It's definitely worth, like, I can, it's definitely something I feel the developers put in a lot of love and effort into the game. Mm-hmm. Just, and maybe this is all RPGs. I just don't play them enough, especially like a JRPG. So this might be more traditional, uh, but it is a lot to take in, like a, a lot of text to read and a lot of uh, things to manage. So it's it's probably more traditional than I know of. Uh, but yeah, the, the wrestling gimmick is kind of what drew me into it. And for the most part is what brings me back to, to keep playing it because I, I am enjoying seeing it and looking at it and, and you know, doing that stuff. Also, just notice that it's developed by Mega Cat Studios, the people that did Coffee Crisis. Yeah, and they, they also did uh, Bite the Bullet, which I actually really liked. Uh, it didn't get a lot of praise either, so uh, another thumbs up for me for Mega Cat. World Boxing Man- World Championship Boxing Manager 2. I feel like somebody talked about that a while ago. I don't know. Yeah, WrestleQuest, that looks very interesting. That I can imagine L is going to be all over this game whenever he gets to it. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, if I can get ahead into wrestling, he will have to. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's an action-adventure game right now. No. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of forum votes for... Uh, uh, and ba- Basically, what I thought of it as well, wrestling, turn-based, and RPG. Yeah. That's truly what it is. Very evident that they need to be added to this. That's interesting. And yeah, and you know, once again, like you said it before, this absolutely should be a game pass game. This looks like it it has all the DNA of one. Hopefully it gets added. Because I feel like there's a lot of people uh that would enjoy this, but being a thirty dollar game, probably aren't going to get it. Yeah, it's that I think like I I think that's a that's a fine asking price for what is they're giving us, but I think that I look like yeah. yeah I think they will that will draw away a lot of people. All right. <clears throat> what did you play this week, Foo Foo? Um, try not to vomit. Yeah, that's what I figured. Uh, I figured and you didn't. As have... you can tell by my voice, I <laughs> didn't win that game. Yeah. It, there's nothing on the sheet. I'm going rogue here, guys. Uh, and we don't have to spend a lot of time on it. But <laughs> Go for I it. I figured you wouldn't play anything. Uh, and I just no. saw something that I want to recommend to you to play, Fufu. Ooh. Okay. DPS Idol. <laughs> Wait. That's a thing? It's, Tell me now. It's, it's, it it's thing. two things. <laughs> it's two things. It's free. It's a stack on the PC and the Xbox. Is it what I'm thinking it is? It's an idle yeah. game. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's an idle game, but it's also you could click, but why would you? I mean, you have to at the very beginning, but uh, once you get around that. Who was I just talking to? I don't know. I know you like Jables. your idle games. I was just talking to Jables about how I wish Clicker Heroes 2 came to Xbox. This is no Clicker Heroes 2. 
but it's a fine uh, few hours. Yeah, literally, this will take you two to three hours if you if you kind of stick at stick with it. Yeah, maybe something you could talk about next week. I just wanted to recommend that to you officially if you haven't heard about it. I have not heard about it. That will be getting downloaded very shortly. Oh, I love me my idol games. I wish there was more. I'm very happy that you showed me this. Probably would have been a good one to play while having the flu. Daggone. Oh, my God. That would have been good. <laughs> yeah, this I could have played. The, this, this screen on this isn't bright or flashing. This one that made me vomit. <laughs> like Army of Rowan trying That's to do. That's a plus. <laughs> All right. Can we not um, have a clicker or idle genre. It needs to happen. Yeah. Because someone said that, I think, um, I don't think it was this game. I, I think there was another clicker game that came out within a month or two months. Uh, someone, you know, chastised us for not mentioning. Um, ah, I didn't notice. Uh, I'll have to go back and, and try to find that. Yeah. If anyone knows games like this, like, I would love to know about them. I love these games. Something about this that idle management type stuff. I, I absolutely adore those games. Um, Yeah. Let's get into some sales. Nate, what games would you like to recommend? All right. Bear with me. Uh, Earth Defense Force 2017, $5 down from 15 This is a third-person shooter, uh, backwards-compatible game. Uh, it's 60 to 80 hours, um, but people seem to like this series. The people that like the series really like this series. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next up, Earth Defense Force 2025, $10, a little pricier, down from $50, uh, so a bigger discount. Uh, also third-person shooter, backwards-compatible. This one, however... Is 300 to 500 hours. Oof. Now, I apologize for recommending something with that high of a playtime, but like I said, these are, these are well loved games from people that actually like this genre. Um, and you know, they like a game that they can grind on. Apparently, Earth Defense 2025. Um, you're going to need to do a lot of grinding, uh, because there's some stuff you have to do, uh, split screen and you kind of have to get one character up super, super high. Um, in order to carry the other ones through, if you don't have uh, someone that can actually uh, handle that second controller. Uh, now, to make up for that, I'm going to recommend the Recharged series of games. These are classic games that have been reimagined. Uh, they've had, you know, the core of the game is there, but they've um, added a lot of niceties to it. They've they've changed it up a little bit, uh, and those are Asteroids uh, Recharged. Uh, Black Widow, Breakout, Caverns of Mars, Centipede, Gravatar, Missile Command, and Yars. Uh, these are all five dollars down from ten individually. So you, you will you will be spending quite a lot if you get all of them. There's only one game in the series that isn't on sale, and that one just came out last month. And um, that one is uh, Quantum Recharge. That one's not on sale yet. I don't remember that one, but um, I've played. The uh, the Missile Command, because I was jonesing for Missile Command, and when I saw that, I was like, oh, man, I loved that gameplay. And they, they definitely changed things up. They had different you know power-ups that didn't exist back in the day. Um, huh, that's cool. And it's quality. Yeah, so they, they just they add enough. They add a lot to it uh, to make it interesting. And, of course, achievements 
Um, and there, I, you know, from what I've played with Missile Command, it's not you know super demanding. It's just you know, it's a game that you go in, you play a little bit of here and there, and uh, yeah, totally worth five dollars in my my opinion. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try picking more of these up and chipping away at the collection because um, they, like I said, they are fun when you just want a little bit of play, make a little bit of progress between games. Nice little uh, change of pace. So there you go. That's cool. Um, Corey, what do you want to recommend? Right. So I'm going to recommend Bastion uh, because I've never played it. Shame on me. I know. Uh, it is $3. Does that, did I write that right? Uh, yeah, it is $3 down from $15. That's the Xbox One version. Now, to tie it back in, this has a non-BC Xbox 360 version that is on the list that is going away. It is still $15. Do with that information what you will. The Xbox One version is $3, and uh, I, I bought it today. So, uh, yeah, Bastion. Also, Evil Wizard, a little bit more expensive. This is a $16 sale, only $4 down from $20. Normally, I would not recommend a sale like this, but I loved this game. I can't recall if I was on the panel and talked about it because this game, I think, came out in May. Uh, your boy is first to complete with uh, nice. with the asterisks, the reviewer's asterisks, uh, but... I was in touch with the dev the whole time and uh, trying to like, I was helping him with bugs actually. Cause I found some, I loved evil wizard. Uh, it's an action adventure game that takes place in a dungeon, but you are the evil person, the evil one that uh, n- normally you would defeat. You are him in this story and it is fantastically humorous. And I loved every minute of it. This looks like something you would play. And it is something I played. You're right. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got technically three games to recommend to you. Uh, Nate, you talking about all the old games being recharged reminded me of a game that I didn't add. Um, Galaga Le- uh, Legions. It's Galaga, but more bullet helly. I remember diving this for something forever ago and enjoyed playing it. Um, usually $10. Right now it is $250. And it is a backwards compatible game. Then we have uh, Bloons TD5. I've played one of these on mobile. I don't really know what it was. I remember it being fun. Uh, it's a strategy t- uh, tower defense game. If you like those type of games, the balloons are always good. Usually $15. It is six right now. And then the last game I'm going to recommend to keep in theme with the show is a non-backwards compatible game that is on sale right now. Street Fighter versus Tekken. Or Street Fighter X Tekken, I should say. I've never really been a Street Fighter fan. I love me Tekken, though. So this seems like something that maybe I'll add to the list. Um, usually 20 bucks. It is actually $4 right now. So if you like fighting games, maybe check this out. I know nothing about it. But, yeah, like I said, Tekken. I, love, I, I like fighting. I love the concept of a good crossover. Yeah, they, me too. 
I like the idea of this. This seems like it would work. I don't know if it's good. Obviously, the Tekken, Tekken guys are way better than the Street Fighter guys. <laughs> I agree. You. I also so, I was looking at this one as well, and uh, I was trying to pay special attention to the online component of it, like what would need to be done to server-proof it. And there's fighting 50 matches. There's a couple before that as well. But fighting 50 matches over Xbox Live. I think the uh, um, you have to win 50 as well. There's a fight because, 300 matches. Oh, geez. Yeah, I saw the 100. But, yeah, you have to win 50 oh, matches. Oh, I'm sorry. There's a 500 version, too. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. So, yeah. So, you're going to want to get a boosting partner because you don't want to do that for real. I mean, unless maybe you do. Uh, I yeah. wouldn't. I mean... Considering it's non-backwards compatible, it's $4. If it's something that, you know, you want that fighting leaderboard or something like that, it's probably real easy to boost right about now. Yeah, let's see. 50 to 60 hours. That's a lot. That's a lot for a fighting game, but eh, who knows? Hopefully it's good. That's all I got for recommendations. Um... Games with gold. I guess this will be the last time we will ever mention games with gold games that are available down for download. And this is only applies to those who are listening to this release day, assuming this gets released on time. Assuming that this game that this podcast comes out on the 31st, like it is planned. This is your actual last opportunity to download the final two games ever available in Games of Gold, which is Blue Fire and Inertial Drift. I mean, what a way to go. That's just a blowout. End of an era. I mean, we sat here and talked about all these games that we're going to buy, add to the backlog. Might as well download two more. They're free. They're trying to give you games every month, and you guys are wanting to buy 13-year-old games. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. And then, I guess on a brighter note, uh, Game Pass, available now, is Sea of Stars. I I have played this, and it's uh, if you want that old-school Chrono Cross, Chrono Trigger, yes, Chrono Trigger was first. Uh, if you want that kind of gameplay, it, it definitely seems like it's going to be like that. I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think uh, L and, and Michelle are going to be talking about this. Um, I'm sure in the near future. Uh, so just my my brief, you know, hour, two hours with it. Uh, it's good. Uh, you are safe to play for about an hour before you get your first achievement. So if you just want to check it out, uh, have no fear. It's an hour in uh, for the first achievement. Good to know. On that note, Fufu, we talked about how WrestleQuest might not get a lot of traction. I think Sea of Stars is like direct competition, and it is available way more broadly with Game Pass. Oh, yeah. And it might and even be better. there's a lot of hype for this. Right. Of course, you know anything coming out right about now is just going to get swamped. It's going to be – Starfield's going to kill everything, uh, the hype for everything. But um, Starfield it's, and – It's going to eat up all the time. And the absolute monster train of games that are coming out in October. It, 
if you're someone that tries to play all the latest AAA releases, like rip to any time that you have. We're struggling right now. Reach out to your friends. It's hard. <laughs> like, man, there is a lot of big, big games coming. Most yeah. importantly, Starfield. I'm impatiently waiting for that. Yeah, I, I had to reluctantly put Sea of Stars on the back burner because of WrestleCrest priorities and Starfield. I just I can't find Starfield. I, I'm yeah, buddy. I think I might even buy the upgrade to play it early. Really? Yes. I can't do that. I want to, but I can't. The hype, man. Hi- hype is a uh, it's, it's a drug, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm gonna buy in. I, 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 you know, I've got enough going on that I probably won't do it unless I see other people do it. Yeah, I listen to so many different podcasts that I know are going to not not talk about Starfield, and I and right now I want to play it. If I let it lapse for a week, I will be fine not playing it for like a year. So I'm jumping on it. I I'm beyond excited for it. Honestly, the plan is I'm going to try to take an entire day and just play it. I went, I've told Brooke before that you got the flu flu a little early. Yeah, I know that's the worst part. Cause I was totally planning on taking a day off of work to just play it and stream it literally all day long. But now I can't really take a day off. So I'm thinking it'll be just be a, a weekday. Maybe I'll just play it or a weekend. I'm sorry. And just play it, stream it a ton of it. Tell Brooke, you know, Go to a friend's house, have fun. Here's a credit card. Do whatever. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm, oh, here's God, a pre. I'm so here's a preloaded credit card. <laughs> <laughs> here's a subway card <laughs> with twenty stamps. <laughs> Burger King, have it your way. I oh my God, I cannot wait for Starfield, Skyrim, and space. Mm. Give me that game. All the cheese wheels. <laughs> um, but we have some games leaving Game Pass and once again if this is you're listening to this day of release uh, pick these up if you want them Black Desert, Commandos 3 Immortality, Nuclear Throne Sergeant General 2 and Tinykin they so, are officially leaving yeah so because the timing and all that and also the, you know, the holiday the US holiday on the 4th which is Monday uh, we might be without Game Pass news for a while. Now, maybe they'll put something out on Friday, but they could wait till Tuesday, uh, and that would be a real shame. So, luckily, we're going to look at Freem's calendar, where he takes a look and a best guess analysis based on publishers and you know duration within the Game Pass program. And Freem is hypothesizing <clears throat> with a 90% confidence. That's scientific. Uh, Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch, could be going away. Uh, Moon Scars, which is a Metroidvania, uh, could be going away. Dagon Ropa V3, Killing Harmony Anniversary Edition. Uh, you know, we all love that one. Uh, that one might be going away. <clears throat> With 75% confidence, we're looking at Hard Space Shipbreaker. I really enjoy that game, and it takes time. Uh, so I would be I'd I remember be you talking about that. I've wanted to try it. I completely yeah, I, forgot it was a thing. I need to get back to that. And if it, if it misses this one, I, I'll probably wait. But uh, 
kind of need to jump on that one again. Uh, Proteus was like, a, it's a lot like Doom. Uh, you know, it's a, uh, what, what do you call them? A what boomer shooter? I think they call them boomer shooters, right? That makes me laugh and cry at the same time. Um, I remember uh, Vulgar talk, talking about this game. Mm-hmm. It looks cool, especially yeah. if you like those arena, arena fast-paced shooters. Yeah, it's, it's you know, we joke about it's it's a lot like Doom, but it is a lot like Doom. Um, and it's pretty cool. Uh, DC League of Super Pets, The Adventures of Crypto and Ace. Oh my gosh, what a what a game! Outright games, wow. Um, it's not the it's not, it's not the worst one. It's I actually it's, think that one's okay. It's definitely not the worst one. Yeah, um, maybe a little long in the tooth, but otherwise it's fine. Yep. Uh, and besides that, uh, Paw Patrol Grand Prix. Uh, that that one had a lot of racing. Uh, that was all racing, thankfully, and and no crazy levels to go find stuff, if I recall. Uh, and then your 50-50 chance, kind of toss-up, not sure. Uh, Origami 2, Beacon Pines, we've talked about that before. Pretty cool game, everyone go check that out. Uh, Despot's Game, never checked that one out. Uh, Spider Heck, that feels that feels short for me. That, I, I remember that coming out, and I'd be surprised. But uh, The Walking uh-huh. Dead, complete first season, and Opus Magnum. Don't know really anything about Opus Magnum, and I haven't played any of The Walking Deads for real. So that's, uh, you know, Freem's best guess, and... You know, you can always check that uh, sheet out. It's uh, on the Discord server in the pins, I think, in server closures. I think it's where we pinned it. Um, and if you just want to take a guess while they're late getting back to us, uh, that could help. You, you can also always do exclamation point game pass to uh, get it as well. That anyway, true, yeah. that's the command. Yeah, I don't think of what it was. I knew there was a command. We do smart things sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> All right. I wonder what like what games are coming to Game Pass. Like what what if you were a publisher, what game would you would you actually want to have added when Starfield's about to be added and all these other games are coming? Well, yeah, it depends on the contract. I don't know if they care. If they get paid up front, then yeah, exactly. They're fine. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, the real thing is Microsoft. Do you want to waste? a good announcement on Starfield week. So that's, that's, that's what true. I'm worried about. Like why would they release any game pass news when spider, uh, spider cheese, uh, Starfield <laughs> when, when that's coming out, like that, no, that just is wait. The game pass You're announcement. Good. Yeah. Yeah. You can kind of expect that they're not going to do any like super amazing shadow drops. Right. I mean, they killed, they killed the uh, dollar trial offer before just, you know, like today or the day before they just killed that. So that people can't like slip in and get like some free Starfield. Yeah, um, what I'm what I'm kind of hoping for would be really nice. Like a lot, a lot, sometimes you can look at like release dates and and say, oh, this comes out on the first. It's a brand new game or the fifteenth or something. You know, middle of thing, and maybe they'll get added. Uh, so the only one I'm looking forward to is uh, Bomb Bomb Rush Cyberpunk. Uh, which is the Jet Set Radio type game. It comes out on the first. So I'm like, fingers crossed like, that would, you know, that Ooh. would come. But and, and I'll That'd take cool. I'll take Gloomhaven on September 18th. You know, that, that'll be fine as well. Uh, but surprising. Uh, looking ahead, uh, they've already announced some games for the back half of September, like Lies of P and Party Animals, Koosh. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm definitely down for Party Animals. And L, shockingly, if you remember, he said he wants to try Lies of P. <laughs> he, yeah, he'll, he'll try it. That's for sure. 
It's got to be on SRTDL. <laughs> we know this. We know this, but uh, yeah. yeah, we'll see. So like, the back half of September is like we already know some of the things, and they're they're you know they're not bad. So uh, it'll just be whatever needs to go up with Starfield. Which and I, and I will say, as a Game Pass subscriber, I will be a little bit mad if they say you get Starfield for the first half. Like that's your drop. Like I know it's a big game for you, but come on now. Uh, I will be. I am more than happy with just Starfield. Are you right. Are you happy with one piece of uh, one M M&M, and M, or do you want the whole bag? I'm a whole bag kind of dude. Uh, okay, fine. I want the whole. I mean, yeah. I okay. Let me rephrase. I will be. Happy you said what you said. It's fine with just Starfield. I'll be content with just Starfield. If you if, add more, like great. if we get one game pass no. drop for the first half of the month, guys, you know who to uh, who to blame. <laughs> Can I get popcorn it. too? I mean, because M and M's is just ugh. oh, popcorn's much better than M and M's. But yeah, I like I I'd get both. I'm yeah. I don't I don't do a lot of popcorn, but mixing it with something sweet is the best. Somehow we still get food talk. <laughs> I can feel Michelle rolling her eyes in the future. All right, let's get into some brag can't. Take it away, Corey. All right, it's going to be short and sweet. Boots O'Ryan completed mm-hmm. 400 games, and C.J.H. Carter completed 550 games. In streaks, Oz Buffanatic and Jeremy DJ both have 150 days. Cerebral Assassin has 300 days. Thrash Forever, oh my gosh, has 600 days. Philip Wendell with 1,200 days, uh, Wakapale, uh, Sniped by a Girl, and Firehawk, oh, no, sorry, Wakapale and Sniped by a Girl with 3,600 days, and Firehawk D with 300 more at 3,900. Gamer score, Stega has hit 450,000 gamer score, Neon Prime, 700,000 gamer score, and to completely lapse both of them, Sangrias has hit 3.4 million gamer score. Uh, since L's not here, I'll take over the leaderboards. We have Bastion Reader is now in the top 20 of the USATA difference leaderboard for Xbox 360 shoot 'em ups. Uh, Chesno is now in the top 50 of both the England TA difference leaderboard for fighting and the gamer score leaderboard for fighting plus collection. Jay Hunts is now third in the games played leaderboard for Metroidvania. Uh, let's see, we got Luke17000 is now on top 50 of the TA Difference leaderboard for Xbox, Xbox Game Pass. That's funny because that's a sliding window, so uh, that's impressive. Hmm. Um, Northern Lass is now in the top 5,000 of the completed games leaderboard for Xbox Game Pass. Uh, Scaravese, top 200 of the Achievement 1 leaderboard for Roguelites. And the Arya Dragon, uh, who's last week got all the leaderboards, um, I guess because of... Uh, a G-Task, just blew everything out of the water, uh, is now in the top 100 of the True Achievement leaderboard for Xbox One and in the top 20 of the TA Difference leaderboard for Xbox One. Good job, everybody. Good job, everyone. All right. Well, that will do it for us this week. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Corey, for joining. Yeah, thank you. Anytime. Ella and Michelle are out sports balling it up. So next week should be a live show. Should be a live show. Hopefully it is. Hopefully my voice will be back. 
You won't have to hear this rasping mess. But yes, we'll go ahead and end it there. All the links to everything is in the a doc on in the show notes. We will put the links to those Xbox 360 spreadsheets in the show notes for you. So you can go ahead and spend your monies on that. But with that, thank you all for listening. Class is dismissed. I'm going to go get a cough drop. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. And welcome back to Neverending Stories, a segment which I'm pretty sure you'll be familiar with now, so I won't go into a huge amount of detail, but basically we talk about old games on people's tags and the fact they haven't completed them until I say, hey you, go and beat that story. Joining me again, yet again, is Mr. GT3 Option Fan. Hello again. You can't get rid of me. And today we're talking about one of my personal favorite games of all time. A huge, huge game for me. So if I hear anything bad to say um, (laughs) about it, this may be the last time we talk. We'll see. What game is it we're talking about? We are talking about Portal 2. Oh, just hearing the words Gives gives me tingles. Portal 2 is a game that released uh, back in 2011, created by Valve as a sequel to their hugely popular bite-sized first-person puzzle game, Portal. And it expands on the game in every way and uh, was, again, hugely, hugely popular. Uh, And as is Valve's standard, there has never been a sequel because they can't count to three. And you actually started the game very close to it being released. So, released in April 2011, you started it in June 2011. That's right. Were you looking forward to this game? Was it something that you were planning on picking up so close to release? Honestly, I don't remember. (laughs) I actually think this might have been one of my roommate's uh, games that they had Mm. uh, started on my my tag or... Because I don't remember owning this until later on. And so it might have been one of those things because I was I was in college at the time. You know, one of my roommates had it and we, we played it for a while. And, you know, some, someone might have started on my tag. And so honestly, when I was looking, thinking back through the single player story on this, I was like, I don't remember what how the game started and so that that's kind of what (laughs) Mm. makes me think that uh that might be the case of somebody else uh on playing on my tag for uh the beginning of this uh quick don't tell the mods don't tell the mods (laughs) (laughs) you'll be kicked off ta okay well you or somebody else (laughs) was playing it in june 2011 and got Mm. looks like about halfway through the story roughly i'd say Got you got to a point which is kind of a, a major tipping point in the story from where it goes from something that kind of c- 
closely more closely matches the original game to it going like completely like off the rails literally Mm -hmm. and um really shows you how it expands into a completely different kind of world and and allows you to see further into uh the lab and the setting and the history and everything of what's going on within the game without wanting to do too much spoiling alongside that though you and or someone else uh, also who uh, looked like you delved into the co-op a little bit but again didn't complete it and then that was it for 10 years it sat kind of half finished both on the single player and the co-op mode Mm -hmm. well so i could say do you know why you dropped it but it might be hard to remember especially if it wasn't you who dropped it no it so i do i definitely did play it um and i remember it being fun and it was just i i honestly had it just sitting on my shelf as a physical disc for a while and then recently i don't remember if it was in 2021 it might have been 2022 when it went games with gold to get the digital version of it mm. but in 2021 i was on a summer vacation with my family and my me and my brother were looking for something to play co-op and we're like hey let's play portal 2 i haven't finished the the co-op campaign of that so we picked it back up around that time and did some co-op on that and enjoyed that yes yes you got a few achievements in 2021 on the co-op side of things and Mm -hmm. then picked it up again in april of this year so uh, hit that story point uh, that I'm re- referencing as the first achievement. Uh, it's mm. kind of a, a big kind of twist point in the story. Um, did you, you didn't go back and go all the way through up to that point, I assume. You just kind of picked it up. No, and honestly, I was able, context clues and everything else, mm. was able to kind of piece together what, what had happened up to that point. And I do remember it. Uh, honestly, I was like, wait, Gladys... Because I, I remember Gladys being the antagonist mm-hmm. of the story. And I think that was maybe just the, the first portal where yes. she was. And then in the second story where you're kind of, she, you're working with her in parts of the story. It was like, wait a minute. like And so I kind of had to like catch my bearings again on where we were in the story. Yeah, we tr- try and avoid spoilers too much, but there is a um, so there is another robot in Portal Two uh, called Wheatley, who is kind of the main overarching antagonist of of the series. Well, the second one in particular, who is also uh, a great kind of hilarious character. Oh yes, uh, very well written, and and because of the way that that functions, it means that Gladys kind of becomes a. I guess an anti-hero as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she 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 doesn't have strong uh, positive feelings for Wheatley, so right uh, sides with you. A, a, a kind of a fairly, it's about the halfway point, like I say. Um, right. But but the the way that she then joins you is also I thought I thought very well done, quite <laughs> funny. Uh, without without spoiling it, um, mm-hmm. there's an achievement related to it, yeah. which is the first one you got on uh, the fourth of April when you picked it up again. So mm-hmm. I, I just remember that being a particularly memorable kind of <laughs> part of the story. And then yeah, you you, you took uh, about ten days then from that point to 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 wrap up the story. And I mean, what did you think by the end? Am I overselling it when I say it's one of my one of my favorites? No, it's a, it's very memorable. It's very well done. When you figure out the uh, puzzles, or mm-hmm. you 
or you use a guide and you you realize how the puzzle's supposed to work mm-hmm. you you go wow that's really clever or that's you know they're they're satisfying and they yeah you know sometimes you're, you're like oh that's where that panel is that i can you know mm-hmm. uh shoot a portal onto yeah especially later on because in the first half of the game it's the it's the standard kind of test chambers thing but then as you go out of bounds mm-hmm. you, you have to be then a little bit more creative in, in kind of spying the walls and the things that you can interact with uh right. which yeah. which in some cases literally sends you like halfway across the the map you know because yeah. it's 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 it's, uh, it's some distance and then you're using the momentum the portals themselves obviously act as a way of, of progressing through the the maps but then alongside that you're using kind of physics mm, yes in order to progress puzzles and things like that usually yeah. by sending objects or yourself yeah. <laughs> through right. the portals and using momentum as a way of, en- of like literally shooting things through um, right. in some cases which is which is yeah. fun it's fun it's fun experimenting with that physics and, and kind of figuring it yeah. out and, and learning how it all works the ones where you have to use gravity to pull you through a portal to give yourself enough momentum to shoot out mm-hmm. it does when you when you can master those parts of the puzzles it's pretty satisfying really satisfying also at that point in the game you encounter a third character uh sort of through audio form which is uh, cave johnson who is the guy that kind of is in charge of the whole thing you, you never see him in person um, in fact i think he might be long dead but he is voiced by uh, jk simmons who people might remember mm-hmm. uh, played jj what's his name in the spider-man films johnson J. I'm trying to remember now. Yeah, he's the guy who runs the newspaper. People are yelling at us right now. They are yelling at us. J. Jonah Jameson. There you go. <laughs> yeah. JJJ. J.K. Simmons plays J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man, mm-hmm. the original Spider-Man films, and he was so good and so memorable, and no one could think of him as anything but J. Jonah Jameson, that they brought him back as the same character in the current MCU films, mm-hmm. uh, which was also kind of, I guess, a hint of the fact that there's a multiverse. Anyway going off on a tangent there he's also great <laughs> he's also great in that in that role and and there's some really great comedic it, it's, it's kind of good because it's this kind of environmental background storytelling while you're figuring out the puzzles you've got this kind of fun kind of audio playing out in the background um, to kind of keep it entertaining and keep the story moving along right yeah there's there's a lot of cool story or atmosphere building that surrounds these puzzles where it makes it so much more than just a puzzle game. Mm-hmm. You know, you really do feel like there's this, this story, which is so unique in a puzzle game. Yeah. Um, yeah. The narrative is such a strong thing. And like, even like you'll be like halfway through a puzzle and then it'll go wrong or something, but then you realize it's mm-hmm. gone wrong kind of as part of the story. Right. And then and right, you, you right. have to completely change what you're doing to account for mm-hmm. something that's happened uh, that you weren't expecting. Uh, awesome. Well, you know, you, you wrapped it up, you did it all, and that's great. But Portal 2 is a game of two halves. And although for the sake of the NeverEnding Stories contest, you have now fulfilled your your task. Well done. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> it's not, I would say, done in right. that there's the co-op mode as well. And with a lot of games, I think it would be easy to kind of discount that kind of 
co-op or multiplayer mode as kind of an add-on, tacked-on add-on. Maybe even with the game you last you talked last time, Mercenaries 2, that might have been the case. Mm-hmm. But for me, the co-op mode of Portal 2 is also an integral part of the game. Right. And you're now like, similar to this story, uh, the main story mode, you're kind of about, I guess, about halfway on that. Do you plan mm-hmm. to go back to co-op and finish it off? Yes. Uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Um, it's just finding, you know, the the, the right time or right mm-hmm. um, person right to, person. to partner up with. Wow. Yeah. What what not what better place than the, the AH101 Discord and podcast right. to to find someone willing to to carry you through that um, <laughs> either for the first time themselves or, or or even if someone's done it already, they may they may want to do it again because I, I do really think that it does add that extra layer because you know we've already said the puzzles are great fun but then the fact that you can have two people doing it together with those mm-hmm. physics just adds that extra layer of like mind-bending portal the timing. puzzling there is a lot of more timing involved in the co-op mode mm-hmm. of having to you know set up a portal in order to let your co-op partner to go through in order for them to press a button in order for you then to jump mm-hmm. through another portal to catch something that comes from the button they've pressed mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of that stuff but then it's so satisfying when you figure it out you time it you you know and you're literally you know on your headset with someone going okay three two one go you know and then then it all comes together and but then also the fun you can have like i'm a bit of a griefer when it comes to gaming sometimes (laughs) uh for fun uh, with the people i play with and just the joy of dropping a portal below them that sends them into a fiery death somewhere or or a spike pit or something like that right in the middle Mm -hmm. of a complicated portal arrangement it's fun it's a good it's a good <laughs> and and there is there's yeah. enough of a story it's not really a story in the same way as the single player but they they don't just sideline that because they mm-hmm. you play as these two robots and you've got glados kind of uh, guiding you through it kind of more similar to the first game and you know they put they put time and effort into the the writing it's not an afterthought mode for sure the dry humor is just unmatched mm-hmm in portal 2 just the the sarcasm yeah so as as well as finishing off the co-op you're left with one two three four kind of five or six kind of miscellaneous achievements for the single player doing specific things or finding specific things in specific Mm -hmm. test chambers now i can't remember but i think you can just it's got the equivalent of a chapter select doesn't it or puzzle select You, you could go back and like get any of those i think Maybe I believe so. Um, I think some of them you might have to play. You know, have a a, a save that at a certain point. And I made multiple saves throughout to kind mm-hmm. of account for that to help uh, go back later. Because some of them span, I think, several levels. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that one, I think you would need a, a save for because I think the challenge mode just you, you do like an a single level for that challenge mode. Yeah, I'm just looking. There's a few kind of like finding Easter eggs ones, which would be the single kind of level. But there's one for destroying a bunch of security monitors. But that would be I think that would be across multiple levels. And I actually um, I was trying to go for that in my my playthrough and. 
Um, I, I realized I missed one, so I went back and loaded up the save and got it. But um, I think maybe something about going back and loading up the save kind of messed up the tracking somehow because I when I finished the last one, it didn't didn't pop. So I'll just have to go back and, and get that one. But I did enjoy the dialogue immensely of every time you, you broke one of those monitors, the pithy remarks that came from Wheatley. Mm for destroying another one of his monitors. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Well, there is a couple of kind of tricksy ones, which do, as well, you know, obviously co-op, you'll need to find someone to, to kind of do that with. But there's one that requires you to hug three different people on your friends list in co-op, which again, mm -hmm. uh, you're in the right place on the Discord to find people. I I'll even re-download it for that one if you want. But then there's one that's a bit kind of, it's a, it's a weird vi viral one that's kind of cool and annoying at the same time which is Professor Portal, which is that once you've finished the campaign, the co-op mm. campaign, you then restart it, but you're, you play it with someone who has never done it before. And it can be a bit hard to get that working because at this stage, especially most people who have got it and want to do it will have already done it. So you need to right. find people who haven't done it or you need to create an alt <laughs> and, uh, and yep. do it that way, which is which is feasible and doable, obviously. But it's kind of an interesting take on a viral, which is not just to say, play the game with someone else. It's, it's to help them experience the game for the first time and kind of walk them through it, at least the beginning. Mm -hmm. I think it's just the, the kind of opening section of the co-op that you have to do it with. Them. Right. Uh, you can't do it local either. Nope, you have it's to do completely it online. on separate boxes. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so we're left with 30 out of 50 achievements, 400 out of 1,000 gamer score. So actually, there's quite a lot of gamer score wrapped up in that finishing off that campaign, the co-op campaign, which mm -hmm. if you wanted to go do it, you would do right. it. But it sounds like you enjoyed it and um, didn't have anything really negative to say. So I will let you live for now. <laughs> I definitely enjoyed it. I mean, for me, I think part of it was when you kind of get to that portion of the the game where it starts breaking outside the box the, the, the puzzles do get a little more complex mm -hmm. which is why i probably stopped because i uh just couldn't figure out one of the puzzles or but you know thankfully there are plenty of uh, guides available out there to help you get past mm -hmm. those parts so and it's definitely worth it to push through like if you do find yourself stuck yeah. don't just be like ah give up for now right push through it's worth it for the for the story right. alone yeah right right and um yeah and i you know from the co-op campaign that i have played i'd say it's probably one of the best co-op experiences on xbox oh absolutely definitely yeah it's co-op done well really well right uh cool awesome uh now you, this makes five completions from your list no six wait six six, six completions from your list <laughs> uh, are you working on or planning to work on any others i am i'm actually uh i think the next one i'm kind of going down my list from earliest started so i'll probably try to work on call of duty a classic uh, as it, when i'm able to get to my uh, xbox 360 but in between games i'll be knocking out levels of plants versus zombies because mm. you can just take take that little bite sizes at a time yes good one also uh a, a recent change that i made to the contest was that um for people like yourself who is 
blasting through the list and enjoying it. Um, I think you said on the Discord, tryhards. The tryhards, yes. <laughs> and there are a few of you. There's there's a handful of people who are like making a conscious effort. So I really appreciate that. Um, but what I've done is I've I've said instead of the fixed ten that you originally started with, as you complete ones, I'll, I'll add an extra one to the list so that you can kind of just keep roll, basically just keep rolling through. Truly, is never it, it will stories. never end until you catch up to <laughs> well present Which day you want. basically. Um, <laughs> I want. <laughs> but you've uh, you've had a few more added to the bottom of your list as a result including such classics mm-hmm. as Fable 3, Resident Evil 5, and, well, a few others, From Dust, Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet, and Toy Soldiers. So some interesting options there as well. Looking forward to hearing more about any of the ones you complete. Also, you haven't used any skips Definitely. yet. So I'm assuming you plan to do all of them. Um. Yeah, you know, I own all of them and they're all on my tag so might as well i will say none of the stories unlike some people none of yours are particularly onerous in terms of like really bad games quite a lot of them are actually quite (laughs) good games or something that is really like hundreds of hours of 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 effort or or, or particularly difficult i know some people had ninja guy down on theirs and they were like nope that's not happening um, and other people had like massive, you know, hundreds of hours of RPG in front of them, and they said, "No, unlikely." Mm. Uh, you haven't had any of those yet, so not yet. Pretty doable. Anyway, uh, thank you again for joining me and talking through Portal Two, and hopefully talk to you again soon with your next never-ending story. Thanks, Chu.